my pillow podcast. Get ready for some soothing sounds and comforting musical lyrical language. I'm your host, Dr. Rupa Bala Singh. Namaste. And I want to share that some things in the episode might be considered explicit. It's always my goal to elevate the sensual and the sacred hand in hand. It's all about devotion, baby. Today I'm going to be reading from my black and white journal. And we'll start with um, an entry written January 25th, 2023. It was written as a book scene. And it's called... A woman explores herself and is explored. There are days, whole parts of days, mornings that disappear, afternoons that feel like a fog is near, and I am distant. There are days when I am a live wire, a cut cord, writhing, sparking off, head in bright flares of reaction. Spill over, head flying this way and that. There are days I can't concentrate. There are days I jump from one action to another idea, to another daydream, to the next emotion. There is this present moment when many alluring options exist to distract me from the page. Distract me from myself. There are days when I am especially distracted and it doesn't register as an inability to finish a task. No, it is a deeper distraction. It is deep enough to run from distraction on down the well to displacement. Displacement on down the well. For the rope descends so long, deep into the dark. The bucket clangs. Thirsty, thirsty for something fulfilling. Displacement to depression and depression, it shows as a swollen corpse of an inside, an open, festering challenge which cannot be faced. A distraction, when it comes down to it, is a burning and an icing over, a numbness, a body without a toehold, on the sheer face of a rock, never-ending. I can't concentrate some days, and these days I have nothing to offer myself except a plummet down, down the dry wells, which already exert a gravitational pull on the thirsty. The beautifulest children somehow are the most thirsty. It's not even a free fall, It is me hooking a heavy anchor onto my heart. It is me not hearing myself. It is me losing my voice. It is me breathing in water because I know, I know I have been a mermaid. It is me breathing in water, the only life giver as a means of drowning. Water, the ultimate life giver and me drowning in it, a means of dying, a means of staying alive at the very edges of my outer most suffering. And my suffering is not the burning suffering of thirst. It is an absence of vitality, 
in absence of truth. When I am not able to concentrate, I am not present to myself or my body. But sometimes, lately, on those days, one time, lately, on such a day, I let my hand stray between my legs and play around with the nada on my sweats and linger on the mound of me. I pressed into my halves and the seas parted. I pressed on further and this well, this well, I could feel the bottom and it was wet inside, not dry. I pressed even deeper into the molten core and there on my clit, what did I find? A pulse, a beat, a drum calling us all to ceremony. Yes, I found a call to prayer. There was a me there. I found my heart alive and jumping. I found where all lives start. The pumping of blood through the peak of my range spoke back to me, told me about me through code. When I pressed the unique fingerprint of my first finger onto my clit, I am surprised by what she says back to me. She is swimming, heart beating rapidly. She watches me from the dark blue of a hidden cove. My thick thighs are her cavernous walls. She is folded into a labyrinth of love and protection. When I press her, gentle, steady, firm, she opens up to me. She tells me about love. She tells me about breath. She dances for me. She tells me about love. She is hot with blushing life. She is a cheek flushed. She is a mermaid at attention. She is erect, but not hard. She is like water, when water shaped the Grand Canyon, when water had its way with the land, and chipped away at the land to make mountains, to make pathways as high as the sky, as low as sea level and lower. She is dancing all the time. And when I press her, she raises her hand to me. She signals something true about my life and all life. And I am suffused with a longing for this comfort and kindness. I register her beat, beat, beat of her drum. It is so good. That's how good. There is nothing else that brings me back from the ledge of nothingness which is not even minimalist, but nothingness that is stuffed beyond rationale to where I am strangling in a clutter of the mind with nothing to show but overwhelm, atrophy, underwhelm, and numb. When I touch down, press down just so on my clit, I hear her loud and clear. There's a concert underway here. I can choose to hear it, and let it play through me, or no, I can stifle it longer, until the story reads, The End. For me, in that state of denial, I am untrue, 
and this is unbearable. When I press gentle and firm down onto my clit, I decipher a code in her breathless, breath-filled beat. I don't move my finger, you understand? I let gravity wedge my finger on top of her. Then she takes me for a ride. She rolls her tongue. She is a tongue, not of desire only, but of prayer and desire, of a desire to tell the world about me, that which I had hardly told myself. She uses her tongue to roll me into a speaker box. I buzz with bass and coast on kite-flying melodies. She pulses under my finger. I know how a man feels on top of me, inside of me. He hears me tell of a beat I once heard. It was the only beat I ever knew, and it had no beginning. It had no end. On top of me, he will feel my breath all through me. He will feel my heart beating brown and all around me, my every seam inside of me a beat. He will get lost in the beat, free and shy, shy and free. Him and me, we.